Welcome to our podcast. Do you love it? I'm Des Andrew, joined by my co-host, Devin DKC. What's up, Devin? Hey, boo. How you doing? Long time to see. I know, right? Oh my gosh. We go weeks and weeks, and <laughs> but it feels like no time has passed once I see you. Yes, of Oh course. my God. But exciting today because we have the Bravo specialist of all specialists going through his Instagram. I'm seeing every celebrity, not even just Bravo celebrities, but like celebrity celebrities that he's spoken to on his show, Behind the Velvet Rope. Please welcome our guest co-host today, David Yontef. What's up, David? What is up, you guys? How are you doing? So, so good. It's so nice to meet you. I know. It's nice to finally meet you. You and I know each other, but it's nice to finally meet you. (laughs) What's going on? Oh, my gosh. What is going on? I mean, you should probably be telling us because you are the Bravo expert. Like I mentioned to everybody, I'm sure you've already heard of Behind the Velvet Rope uh, on Instagram. I mean, just the Instagram page alone, you can learn so much. Mm -hmm. But going to the actual podcast, which you can find everywhere, right? I listened on Spotify. I happen to. Okay. These guests that you have on the show are insane. Mm -hmm. So Bravo Liberty wise, just to name a few, because honestly, I can't name them all. (laughs) I would be (laughs) scrolling through for hours. But uh, just to name a few, you've had Larsa Pippen, Lisa Barlow, Cynthia Bailey, Caroline Manzo, the Countess Luann, Candy Burris. Oh my God, Candy. I feel like she's really hard to get. So kudos to you for booking Candy. Wow. The uh, media trained expert. Loved Candy. And then most recently, Kim D. (laughs) The iconic Kim D. She's every Saturday, Kim and I break it down on our Patreon and we do, you know, like during the Jersey seasons off at first, Kim is like, what are we going to talk about when, well, I actually was the one who was like, what are we going to talk about when Jersey's not on? And Kim is like, the amount of stuff that happens when these girls aren't filming. And we do cover non-Jersey too, but there's so much, Jersey is like a full-time, you could cover that only and just <laughs> stay busy. Yeah. Yeah. I that's what it. I love about Jersey is because that seems like that's like real life, you know, like Beverly mm-hmm. Hills, it's all mixed in with the Hollywood of it all. And it's all, right. you know, very edited personalities, edited behavior. Um, yeah. But in New Jersey, I mean, they don't have paparazzi following them around. It's not a very celebrity style of life, at least from what I'm thinking it maybe. I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wade. Oh. Wade. You, you both? Know, once. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm between L.A. and New York. So when I'm in New York, it's like Jersey's right there. Oh, I've been to Kim's house many times. And yeah, oh. I, I take that trek across the river. Wow. Have you been to Posh? Many, many times. Many times. Wow. Yeah, there's not too many paparazzi in New Jersey. I wouldn't think so. I mean, right? Paparazzi Uh these days, you have to call them. I mean, let's be real. That's what happens. And it's not knocking anyone. That's just the nature of paparazzi. I mean, everybody has a phone these days. People are willing to take iPhone footage and use that as media coverage. So, you know, paparazzi, mm, it's more of a plan thing. I, I did an internship with a PR company um, 
shoot like 10 years ago or something and i could not believe that the publicists were receiving phone calls with like tips like hey my client from basketball wives is going to be at the ivy in west hollywood at like one um make sure you send someone there i'm like wait what that's how it works i could not believe that that's crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally that is how it works Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, aside from just Bravo celebrities, like I mentioned, there's so many celebrities too. My gosh, I could go on and on and on. I'm not exaggerating, but I wrote down a few of my favorites. Uh, Carson Kressley. Oh my God, Carson. Mm-hmm. Devin from Hello, Drag Race. Our show. Yeah, I love Carson. Yes, I've met Carson once and he was really nice. He's nice. Um, Suzanne Summers. That's like your girl, right? I, I literally love Suzanne Summers. Like, she's one of my absolute favorite interviews of all time. Wow. She's been on twice. She's just, she just tells it like it is. And like, the more she says, you're like, God, you just said so much and you don't even realize how much you said. (laughs) Well, she's going to learn, I'm sure. She's going to learn. Jerry O'Connell, you know, iconic Bravo super fan. Yeah. Fortune Feimster. I love Fortune Feimster. Oh my God. I love her so much. She's so funny. I know her from the Chelsea Lately days. I've followed her career since then. Love her. She's a good one too. Jenny Garth, Brad Goreski, and Gary Janetti. Wow. Those are good ones. We like Gary, right? Yeah. I mean, I unfortunately, I have to admit, I don't really know much about him. I just recently learned that he's the person who like started Sex in the City. He well, he's married to Brad and he's like a writer. He I think he came on when he was promoting a book, I believe is why he came on. He's his Instagram has a huge following now. I mean, he was also on Friends of WeHo as Brad's husband yeah. for a minute, Brad yeah. Brad World. He's really if you follow his Instagram, he's really funny. Really funny. And he does a lot of like, yeah, he's he's a great guy. Yeah. Devin, you loved Friends of WeHo, right? You were watching every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Devin, <laughs> are you there? <laughs> I was like, is that sarcastic or is that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. I love to tease her about that because I was so excited. It was funny. We played a whole little game about this a few episodes ago and and um yeah, we didn't have matching answers. But anyways, <laughs> with all these guests that you've had on, so iconic, right? And again, there's so many favorites that people listening would love to see. So go ahead check out his Instagram, go check it Mm -hmm. out on all platforms. My gosh, you're going to find someone that you love, that you know, that whatever. Who is one guest or more that you're dying to have on that you haven't had on yet? I mean, it changes all the time because then you get them. But I would say like in the Bravo world, I mean, God help me for saying this, but well, I mean, I I would love to have on Bethany because like, I do love like a business conversation. Like I've had people on from Shark Tank. I love like someone who's really successful in business. So Bethany, but I mean, it would be a tragic mess and she might only last for 15 minutes, but I would also love to have Ramona just because she's, it would be a once, I I can't see Ramona sitting down for more than 15 minutes and it would just be. Oh, I mean, I can't even imagine what the answers would be, right? It would just be a tragic mess in like the best way possible. Yeah. (laughs) So I think Ramona and Bethany would be maybe the two that float to the top of my head. I'd also love to have Lisa Rinna for that matter. Okay. 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 Cool. I'm a Rinna fan. I like Rinna. Yeah. Um, And she will just talk and not know. (laughs) Like she has no filter. You don't even have to interview her. Just. uh, I know, right? Just let her go. Give her a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> they, those would be like the three that would come to the top of my head. 
That's funny. I'm unfamiliar with uh, New York. I was never a New York watcher. Um, but is that like one of your favorites of all the franchises? I mean, it was in its heyday. You know, now it's like, I don't know. Like this whole Rony reboot. I mean, I, I got to get yeah. myself excited for it. I, I got to get ex- I don't know how it's going to do. I mm-hmm. really like to tr- I try to keep things positive, but I mean, the trailer doesn't look, I mean, the bottom line is if it wasn't called The Real Housewives of New York mm-hmm. and we were watching the same trailer and it was called something else, I don't know who would be watching, really. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a good point. Even saying that, right? Like, is any, are you excited about the trailer? I'm not really there yet. I'm not, and I, I'm the same. Like, I love Roni um, and it's heyday. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but this new one seems like a whole new show it's not giving roni it's like it's giving i might watch it but it's not giving like yes the girls are back because you know it's a whole new cast whole new vibe and and it looks to be a whole new production crew that's the thing and i think people are kind of like burnt out on housewives anyway so i mean it really is but it's hard (laughs) to ask people to watch a whole new thing i mean dubai wasn't and I don't even know, maybe it doesn't have to be a huge hit. Like Dubai wasn't a huge hit, you know, but mm-hmm. yet it's coming back. So um, I don't know. Like, but I mean, everyone I talk to, the temperature check is not so great. Yeah, I I might give it a try just because it's all new people and I know nothing about them. So for me, it I think it's cool that it is a new show. Now it is a new opportunity mm-hmm. for me to learn these people, find my favorites, not have any preconceived notions about who they are. I don't know how motivated I even am to begin with, though, whether it's, <laughs> uh, you know, a 12th season or whatever it is of New York or what. Um, I might give it a try because I want to like New York. I just never had any interest whatsoever given like clips or what I've heard about their behavior on the show. And I don't know. I just felt like it wasn't relatable. Um, not that you know, Beverly Hills is to my lifestyle. (laughs) Well, now is your chance. You just start at the beginning and maybe you will love it. Yeah. Yeah. I might see a little bit of the East coast, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what Jersey's for, right? (laughs) That's my main one. Jersey. (laughs) Well, speaking of Jersey and like I mentioned before, you have Kim D. Wow. Every Saturday. That's great to know. Mm -hmm. So everyone listening that wants to hear Kim D I'm sure she has so much insider information, right? She does. Like today, I was in the middle of a crisis that is totally like just another show. And I'm like, I'm just going to let Kim go. I mean, I was there, but I was like, when you need a day off and you're just like, I don't got much to say today. Kim has so much. I'm like, wow, this was easy. (laughs) She had a lot to say today. So she, listen, she's really... People don't seem to realize like her and Dolores have known each other for like 30 years. Like she's known Frank Patania. Like she's really, whether she's on that show or not, and whoever you think she's, like she really knows these people. So she hears a lot of stuff from multiple cast members, production. She knows a lot. Yeah. Okay. She really does. Wow. That kind of sets up my question here. So with all due respect, I have nothing against Kim D. I truly don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, she doesn't hold a lot of space in my memory of New Jersey in a negative way or in a positive way. I just totally know who she is if I see her on anything. You know, I know who she is. I know her voice too. Um, but how did you two meet? And 
given her the respect of, I know you guys are friends, but how, how credible do you really gauge her insider knowledge to be? Well, you know, it's really credible because she's not team anybody. That's what people don't realize. Like people call her and I flip floppers every week, which flip floppers go on to win the game of big brother every year. So by all means call us <laughs> flip floppers. Exactly. I just had Rachel Riley on from big. Brother. I know. We love her, oh my God. but love you know, Kim really, it's it, first of all, I mean, I also speak to a lot of people connect, not even on the cast, but like production, Kim and I really are in the know on New Jersey more than any other franchise. So it's really reliable in the sense that Kim really isn't, you know, one week that like the tree huggers are mad at her. The next week, everyone else is mad at her. It's like, she really doesn't play favorite. She's really just like, this is what's going on. And here's the deal. This is what's going on with Melissa this week. I feel she's acting like an asshole and I'm all about Teresa the next week. It's the opposite. So her, like people don't seem to realize like she really doesn't have a team. It's not pro Teresa. It's not anti Teresa. She's not trying to get back on the show. Kim really, really is crazy about being honest. And really, that's why she's not on the show. She wouldn't make a good housewife because she, when she was on the show, she didn't do what they wanted her to do. You know, like you have to play the game. You can't really. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, if, if it was me, I would just play the game and I'd be like, I'll do whatever you want. Just let the check clear. <laughs> I, I actually really don't care. Kim would be like, I'm not going to fight with that person because I'm not mad at them. And I, they would be like, yeah, I know, but that's what needs to happen here. So she's almost, it's so credible because she's almost like to a fault. Like she doesn't know how to be fake, if that makes any sense. Like it just goes yeah. against the moral of every fiber and her body. I'd be like, I don't care. Like, where's the script and what do you want me to do this week? I really don't care. <laughs> she's really like, where's my mark? <laughs> she's really like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, there really is no ulterior motive with her other than just to like reveal what she knows each week. Like she really, she takes this weekly podcast with me as like a really serious job and she I love brings it and what she knows. And then it's like, so people I think that listen every week are so confused because there's like, wait, she just was against Teresa. Now she's like, I'm like, there's, she's not against her for anyone. She just, each week we watch the TV, then she finds things out and it changes every week. Some weeks she's all about Louie. Some other weeks she slams Louie. So it's mm -hmm. like, I think people get confused, but I'm like, look, if she wasn't credible, it would be some ulterior motive and some spin and she never goes there. It's all just natural. I love that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Are we like that, Devin? Me I think and we you? Are. Yeah, we're yeah, fair. I think so. We're fair, but I'm also really loyal. I think that's why I draw towards Teresa, because I find a lot of qualities that she has to be things that I grew up like feeling or being taught, like loyalty, stick with family, um, certain respect things. I mean, Mexican culture and Italian culture, I felt like were very similar. Mm -hmm. Watching that, you know when it first started i thought oh my god look at their families like there's like a resemblance in um just some of their some of the things that they find important it's something that i could relate to yeah um, so i definitely draw towards teresa i do love melissa too though i prefer when they get along but if it's one or the other i need my teresa on there because to me there's no new jersey without teresa well, I don't think Teresa, I mean, I think there's no question that Teresa will not be going anywhere, more or less. 
And I, so. I don't see how we move forward with Melissa. That's just, I just don't see it at this point. Yeah. It's just, this is where we are. That's real. And I think the fans have gotten pretty tired of Melissa also. Like, they're over her. And there was a point in time where it wasn't that way. No. Like, and it was like, I think a lot of us Jersey fans were like, we just want to see y'all make up and get back together. But I think the Gorgas have gone totally... I don't know. I think they've gone west. They're giving me more like Beverly Hills, like fakeness. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like they're not as authentic as I felt like they were when they came on the show. And Teresa still, you know, she's not perfect. But I think at the end of the day, Teresa is, is Teresa. Like she's giving you what she's got. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. If you're anything like me, then you love having nice things. Klarna Pay in 4 allows you to split your total cost into four automatic payments without any interest. This way, you can spread out your cost over the course of six weeks and again, no interest. Don't see Klarna as an option at checkout? The free app offers KPay, which will allow you to pay using a temporary card issued to you for that exact purchase. Klarna is completely free to join. Use our link in this episode description to sign up and you'll receive $10 off your first purchase, courtesy of our show. Now you can truly start spending wisely with Klarna. Summer is almost here, which makes it the perfect time to book your next vacation with Verbo. Unlike other rental sites, Verbo offers full homes and spaces for you and your guests to enjoy without a host. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to have some stranger see me in the morning in my pajamas and no eyebrows, okay? Verbo lets you have the whole home to yourself. Check out the link in our bio on Instagram at DoYouLoveItPod, or you can tap the link in this episode description to start planning your perfect summer vacation. Do you love it? What did you guys think of the finale? Was your blood boiling like mine was? I could not. I was so passionate about that episode. And usually I'm just, I watch it. It's a TV show. It's not my life. Like it doesn't affect any decision I make in my real life. But I was so into that episode. I felt my emotions change. Usually I kind of like lay back. I watch it in bed. I have ice cream. (laughs) I was fully sprung up watching, especially for the Margaret and Danielle fight. Oh yeah. my god. I don't know. What what was your guys' take? It was a great hour of TV. It was. Yes. Or hour and 15 minutes, I guess I should yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was it was great. It was intense. Okay. So the question I think that was happening a lot in the episode was is Danielle being messy or is Danielle actually sticking to what she was saying on camera and with her mom and with her family about how this is weighing on her. She needs to let her friend know what's being said about her. Like, because I, I can see a few things. I love Danielle, so I want to protect her. <laughs> but um, but I can see a couple of it. I, th- I, I want to believe her. But also, it was already said in the scene with Jennifer and Danielle. So it's on camera no matter what, because she kept asking. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, also, like, did she really bring that up? Or was, like, was a producer, like, you need to bring this up? I mean, 
that's where my mind goes. Right. Yeah. We can never really know. Yeah. I mean, in her her confessional, she was saying like, you know, I'm not going to bring this up. She was justifying why she hasn't brought it up in the past. I guess I just chose to believe her in those reasons. <laughs> but again, it could be production. I don't know. I mean, I think it was probably heavily influenced by production. And I think Danielle is going to secure her spot. So she obliged, you know, getting mm-hmm. that check. I do also believe her confessional where she feels torn. Like I told you this, this, I think that Danielle is like 100%. Like she seems very authentic to me. She reminds me of a lot of the girls that, you know, I grew up around being from the tri-state area. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, I do think it was probably influenced by production. Um, And I don't know though, like what control the housewives have over like, I'm not going to talk about this now, or sure, I can, you know, I'll do this. Like, do they have even a say so to be like, no, I don't want to bring this up. If a producer said, hey, talk about X, Y, Z right now. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I don't know. Right. Do you know, David? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if they tap you on the back and want you to do something, I think you can just refuse. Sure. And then I think they'll go to someone else. You know, and I think that's why, like, even when Candy was on my show, you know, one of her things that she said was, you know, a part of the reason why I think Andy loves me so much. I mean, I asked her, she wasn't just bragging, but I was like, she was like, you know, I, I, I don't ask for an edit. I don't ask for something to be taken out. I show up, I do the job. If I said it, I said it, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, think about Andy's phone and people that want this out. So I think you can absolutely not do something you know that gets you know like that's the whole like how did brandy get here with this rumor with carolyn manzo and it's like well yeah i mean brandy on the shoulder to do something she'll do anything i mean really that's no that's not a knock against brandy kind of makes her a good housewife but yeah no you, you can refuse to do something so do you guys fault danielle for being messy or no no no. Yeah, I don't think so. And I don't know if it's because I can't figure out yet if it's because I just like Danielle or if I don't really I think it was like <laughs> that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know, but I don't fault her. Okay. Good. Yeah, no. Correct. I don't really no, I'm fault just her. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love Danielle. I love Danielle. Um, but the fight with Margaret. Okay. I so don't like Margaret and I feel bad constantly saying that because I don't know I I mean she interacts with our Instagram more than like any other Jersey housewife does so I feel bad because I'm like wait okay so you're watching all our stories and you're doing all this but here I am always knocking her on the show (laughs) I think genuinely though I just really don't like her I think she's super messy Mm -hmm. I think she's very hateful and Okay, so when I go on social media, especially Twitter, I love Twitter, I see so many people supporting Margaret. So why do people give her a pass, but they don't come down on other housewives like Rinna? Because I think there's a similarity between the way Rinna brings drama into her group and the way Margaret brings drama. But Rinna is hated so much and Margaret is celebrated. I don't get it. I think this season, Margaret has definitely done I think the needle is moving though now, or maybe it's yeah. just in my own. I feel that there's more, I mean, like I think Margaret's got it now a lot, right? I mean, maybe I just 
Yeah. Me, no, I, I agree. I think that, like, I used to be a Margaret fan. Um, okay. I think when she came on, she was very raw and very honest, which made it hard not to like her. Like, here's a woman, she's laying all of her baggage on the table. She didn't have to lie about it. But I don't know if it's because she, you know, all that stuff has gone to her head and conflated the way that she thinks and the way that she moves and interacts with the other ladies. Um, but at some point it got to be really spiteful and nasty. And I think people are seeing that now. Um, just like yeah. we saw with Renna. I mean, but Renna had more years than, you know, Margaret does currently. So I think, I think people are switching too. And I mean, at least from what I've seen, people are not mm-hmm. liking Margaret and her arsenal if you will, if she has or not. I believe that she has one. I do. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, we've seen half of it already, you know, if we're counting each lady. We've seen at least half. Mm -hmm. So I definitely believe that. I I agree. And I just feel, yeah, I feel the tides are turning for her. I feel like in a way there's more people not in favor with Margaret these days than there are in favor of her. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. And then that's without like a lot of research or I just feel that's my gut from all my comments that I get on YouTube and Instagram and everything. I just get that feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. I thought maybe like my algorithm was like distorted because I'm (laughs) constantly liking things that are praising, you know, Danielle or praising Teresa. But yeah, she's just so messy. She takes every opportunity to make Teresa look bad, to make her little comments. And like, yes, it makes her great TV. I don't want her off the show. I think she's great TV. And I do kind of like that they don't get along for that purpose of watching a reality show like The Housewives. Yeah. But in real life, that shit would never fly. And she would just be a little Karen off to the side that I want (laughs) nothing to do with. Even at Teresa's wedding, it was like, oh, my God. I know. Oh, she pissed me off so bad at the wedding. Oh, my gosh. I was like, this is too much. There's not a lot of cussing going on right now, so I'll filter myself. But (laughs) she was You could cuss. I mean, it's fine. A fake average. Oh, my God. (laughs) She was so... Like, why are you crying, like, pretending like you're so happy for them, celebrating them, when you're recording it, and you're going to go take it back, and you're going to go talk to Melissa and Joe about it, and then you're claiming that you have to leave because you feel bad? Like, how did she possibly find a way to make a wedding, a $500,000 wedding, about herself? Like, only Margaret could do that. She has no limits. And it was really, like, embarrassing. Like... I felt like secondhand embarrassment for her. Like, girl, <laughs> it is a wedding. Like, if you've ever been to a wedding in your life, you know, like, you cannot and should not do anything to take attention away from the couple and what's going on. So for her to, like, I don't even think she was being authentic. I don't even think that she genuinely cared that Melissa and Joe weren't there. I don't think yeah. that was genuine She probably at loved all. it exactly it's because it was a moment for her to play the charades up i don't think she really gave yeah. you know i don't really think no. she cared at all mm-hmm. as long as melissa is going against Teresa, margaret has an ally to be against Teresa too because if melissa and yep. Teresa are getting along and margaret doesn't get along with Teresa, then she's on her own island you know mm-hmm. but i saw that you've also spoken to margaret on your podcast right multiple times multiple times 
So sorry to hate on your girl. No, um. I mean, listen, I feel this season has done her no favors, honestly. Mm-mm. She's done herself no favors. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, they're not, this is not AI audio that they're implanting into her <laughs> scenes, you know? This is her real wording coming it, out. It, so. it, it gets hateful, right? It, it, it gets mm-hmm. hateful. Yeah. Yep. So what were what was your conversation like with her or multiple conversations like with her? And how did you feel about her just, you know, taking it for what it was, you having a conversation with her? How did you feel? Look, I mean, I feel she's a good interview. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, good but sound bites, I'm sure. I, I mean, that's the thing. It's like I don't like someone that talks in sound bites. To be honest with you, you know, just to reference Candy, when Candy was coming on my podcast, she is a hard get. I was like, holy shit, this is Candy Burris. Like, let's roll out the red carpet. I wow. really wasn't overly excited because I thought it was going to be a total Candy media. You know, here's my EGOT. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, it was the it was like the exact opposite. I was like, oh my God, like it was so real. I felt like I could ask her anything. She gave a real answer. Brandy Glanville, it was like Christmas morning. It was like, this is how every interview should be. Like you're actually answering my questions. Yeah. Right. With Margaret, you get sound bites and it's like, I've been doing this for long enough. I can tell the difference. Everyone's going to listen. We're still going to make a show here. It's going to be great. It's going to chart high, but I'm like, you know there are people listening, so we're getting that type of show here. I love, so it wasn't like that. It is a yeah. bunch of sound bites. I love when it's like a Brandy Glanville and she's like, here I am, and what do you want to know? And I'll answer any yeah. question that you want. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is, and Candy was the same way. I was like, wow. Because I really thought Candy was going to be like, you know. Yeah, right. manufactured yeah. answers. No, she yeah. got sloppy, and she's like, you know, you're asking me a question. <laughs> I'll give you a real answer. I was like, this is amazing. Thank you. I love that. But I'm also not Love. surprised with the Margaret situation. Yeah. I just think she's, she's so really aware of production. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She's calculated. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you just, you can't control your image when you're on these shows. It just is right. what it is. Like, you got to just do it and forget about what people are saying about you. Forget about, you know, this whole contacting bloggers and wanting this taken down and work. I mean, you're in the wrong business. I mean, there's, you should just let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. So Margaret is very, I think when there's a group saying bad things about me, listen, you also hear all these rumors about these Finsta accounts and what's going on with her and Melissa. I don't know. To me, it's just like, you're on the show. Just let it go. Like just, right. there's millions of people talking about you. That's why you're paid the big bucks. Like you got to get over it. Yeah. I think she's interested in how her image is projected, which that's got to be exhausting to me. For sure. Okay, well, shoot. We've been bashing her. I feel bad, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) We'll move on from the Margaret bashing. And uh, I want to know, with the reunion happening today as we're taping this, so it won't be released. We won't be able to watch it before this comes out. But Vanderpump Rules was on fire this season for obvious reasons. I mean, they're covering it at the White House. They're covering it on <laughs> freaking <laughs> The really? View. Like, you didn't, oh my God, yes, Devin. At the um, White House Correspondents' Dinner, Lisa Vanderpump was invited and she brought two of her you know, former employees, Lala and Ariana, who mm-hmm. got cheated on. They were there and one of the speakers, I heard people say that Joe Biden 
said it. I didn't see that clip. I saw a clip of some other guy that I don't know who he is mentioning um, some of the big things that have happened over the past year. Getting caught up was the phrase. And he goes, getting caught up kind of like, you know, that guy on Vanderpump Rules. And then they cut to Ariana and she's like laughing. And no oh my God, yeah. Oh, it's, my everyone God. knows about it's it. the big time. Yep. Seriously. I'm even wow. professional wrestling. I'm a huge professional wrestling nerd side note. And they like add that to their commentary to try to uh, appeal to like a mainstream audience. And it's everywhere. It's that everywhere. Even my mom, I was like giving her the rundown of Vanderpump so she could watch the finale with me. And she, yeah, she already cared by the end of the episode. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm recording The View tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So Devin doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules, but I Never. know you do. And I know you cover it on your podcast. Um, what are you most excited to see in this reunion? And who are you most excited to see go at it? Oh, I mean, part of me is so over this whole scandal. <laughs> and no one else seems to be. I talk about it all the time because it seems to be everyone. You know, I feel like. Of course, we're going to watch it's at a ratings high this season. Vanderpump Rules. It's like over 2 million people are watching now. This is over two. Wow. Yeah, it just went up to like wow. 2.4. It's like wow. you want to see it all. Are we going to learn anything new? Eh, I don't really think so. You know what I mean? There's been so much that's been said about the reunion. So, yes, I'm going to be watching every minute of it. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a different type of reunion, right? Even Ariana said, like, it's everyone piling up on two people. I'm so over Scandival. <laughs> I am. I, I'm truly over it. Okay. I am excited. I Okay, I don't like using the word hate, so I won't. But I really dislike, close to that word, Lala. But I'm excited to see her go at it for uh, Raquel and for Tom because she's like unhinged. She's a well, she's a chihuahua and she thinks she's a pit bull. But <laughs> I just want to hear her barking at them because <laughs> finally her annoyance can be directed in the right way. You're going to hear it. Yeah. I have a question. So from what I understand, because again, I've never watched Vanderpump. Um, and people have been messaging me, obviously, because they know about this podcast and Black Girls Bravo. Like, oh, girl, did you see? Did you see? And I'm like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> But I'm learning. So Tom and Ariana were together. Yes. Tom cheated on Ariana with Raquel, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, Rachel. And had like a, an affair or like a quick thing? An aff a seven-month affair. <gasps> seven months. Yeah, so what? Ariana's cat died. Or was it her dog? Her dog, dog died of like thing. 15 years or something. And then I guess later that night is the first time that he cheated. What? Um, with Raquel. Yeah. And Raquel's supposed to be like her best friend. So Raquel kind oh. of wasn't liked or accepted by most of the other people in the group. She was dating um, the DJ on the show. And um, after they broke up, Ariana really kind of took her under her wing, you know, brought her into all the scenes to record, invited mm -hmm. her to all the little dinners and the get togethers. And so did Sheena, who Raquel now has a, well, she allegedly had a restraining order against Sheena because they got into an altercation. Yeah. There's so much messiness. It's, yeah, <laughs> you, you have to watch the whole thing to right, understand like, the gravity. Do I need to watch from season one or can I just watch this season to get the juice? I mean, I'm sure it's still good if you watch just this season, but mm -hmm. like really knowing 
like why people are reacting this way, you'll get it if you watch from the beginning. Because okay, you get to see, see the dynamics, you get to see all the other accusations from earlier seasons that are now being proven to be true about Tom cheating in the past. Yeah, there's so much. I'm excited to watch that. Um, I don't want to say that I'm a little bit over Scandival because I know a lot of people listening to this podcast are waiting to hear about it. We don't talk about it every week. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> I will be excited to see the reunion take place. I'm excited to watch people's comments about it on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that part. It's going to be yeah. good. Three parts. <laughs> I'm, I'm like excited. Okay. Well, before we get into Atlanta, I have to know Kim Zolciak, Bywig, her <laughs> and Croy are splitting up, right? Which was shocking to me. Not so Like shocking, I could not believe but... it really yeah like they seem so into each other they seem like they love each other they seem like they're perfect partners together like they're dynamic they get each other is how i thought i would never think that we'd be talking about this i mean i'm never shocked when some of these people divorce but i'm more shocked about kim and croy than i am about tom and ariana that's like my whole point like tom and ariana i am not shocked about at all whatsoever in any way shape or form like also Devin you should know like one of them wants children the other one didn't like there's one of them wants to be married the other one there was like fundamental life issues which at 37 and 40 you have a long time left I don't know I'm not shocked about I'm more shocked about like Kim and Croy Mm -hmm. than I am but I'm not shocked because I'm never shocked when some of these people divorce but (laughs) you know like at least they had children it just it seems so much more intertwined and you just kind of were rooting for kim you know you really thought she found the love of her life and now it's like oh my god like you just like you've been the gold digger all along and like it's really you guys didn't think that that you guys never you never got gold digger vibes from beginning i did but then she professed her love for so many years we had a whole TV show spinoff on it. I'm like, wow. No, I mean, I got the Gold Digger vibes and then they went <laughs> away for a long time. We're and saying Gold Digger for Croy? Yeah. For Kim. Oh, I'm saying it for Kim. Yeah, but I mean, like, she's digging the gold in Croy's backyard? That's the vibe that I got. He's Always. a good-looking guy. I'm down. I'm down I for mean, Croy. I mean, he's good-looking, but... The money looks a little better than he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he like, yes, I don't think yes. he was an active player for like any of the time that they got together. I feel like he was at the end of his career, which is why they met at what dancing with the Atlanta stars or what was the oh, right, dancing right, function right. that they had. I mean, I think the way that nobody asked, but I think <laughs> that the way that Kim has been moving since she got with Croy has been very strategic. I think it was only an added bonus that Croy was young and, you know, what people would deem as attractive. Not for me, but a lot of people think he's attractive. Um, I actually, I actually, a lot, all my friends think he's attractive too. I don't really get it either. He's not unattractive, but I agree with you. He's, I, I don't really get it. Yeah. He's just like, he's fine. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, down. But I think that was a bonus for Kim because the guy she was with before was like, you know, Big Papa, 
who was definitely not what, you know, girls are like fawning over. But I think <laughs> the combination of her falling hard fast for Croy, having all those damn kids, love bombing him and not kind damn of kids. like teaching <laughs> and kind of like teaching her daughters too like I think there was some manipulation there to like love this guy he is your father too you know what I mean I think she was very strategic she was securing several bags which she thought would be there and now the bag is dry like you know what I mean I think she was trying to keep up with the Joneses she was trying to be the next Chris Jenner and it was never going to be that, baby girl. It was uh, never, never going to be that. Never. <laughs> to me, it's like, at least Erica Jane is good at the job. That's how I see it. You know? Yeah. Right. She mm-hmm. had, she's got things that have happened to her, but if you really want to strip it all away, I mean, girlfriend pulled herself up by the bootstraps and still has that $900,000 job and now is headed to Vegas. Like, yeah, Erica's mm-hmm. got lots of financial issues ahead of her. But she's slowly coming out the other side. And I mean, yeah. I was at Homeless Not Toothless. They had the benefit in LA. I was there. I mean, I talked I to Erica one-on-one and she's like, look, I got a road ahead of me. But yeah, there there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm still standing. And I think Kim is like, you know, at least, listen, if you are a gold digger, I'm okay with that. A, admit it, which Erica mm-hmm. does. If you ask her her type, she right. says rich. And if you want to be a gold digger, going for Tom Girardi was a really good choice. For sure. And B, just admit it. Like, just admit it and at least right. be good at it. Like, Erica is good at the job. So I feel, Kim, if this was the plan all along and you really never loved this guy, call Erica and get some lessons, girl, because you're bad <laughs> at the job. And you don't spend all the money. Like, Erica's actually, right. like, I feel good with money. Do you know what I mean? Like, she... yeah. Kim is like, I think she kind of got them into this mess. I think Kim I mean, was trying Erica to Erica likes up the to spend image. money. Yeah. Right, exactly. But but Erica's pot was a lot larger than Kim's pot was. Oh, yeah. Wow. But yeah. Kim was spending Erica money on a Kool-Aid budget. You right. know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, girl, you, you need a lesson of, like, how to land the big fish. And, I mean, it's... It's almost like, wow, I thought you loved this guy, but now I just think you're bad at your gold digger mm-hmm. status. Yeah. Damn. Well, this conversation is not the only thing that's messy because <laughs> the split. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So Croy was asking for full custody and child support. Mm-hmm. And then Kim rebuttaled with asking for drug testing from Croy. I'm not sure what drug that she's alleging that he is using oh no marijuana never mind never mind. i just oh, remembered it was marijuana girl i know it's like girl <laughs> we're in, i'm in california that's not a drug okay <laughs> that's tobacco um and then croy is claiming that kim's gambling habits are keeping her away from the kids mm-hmm. so this is a i didn't ever hear about this i didn't know that she is like a gambler or having an issue allegedly according to croy yeah like what? And he is requested this? for her to have a psyche vow. Oh my god, I did just read yes. I read that last night in bed. This mm-hmm. is getting wow. messy. This is gonna be messier before it gets better. Yeah. So do we think this is real? Because when I first heard it, I thought, okay, with all the talk about the foreclosure and it's been in foreclosure, it's been out of foreclosure, it's gone in, it's gone out, all of that, I thought, okay, maybe they're doing some sort of like 
I don't know, like maneuvering around it. So if they divorce, then maybe something happens to where they're not as liable. I don't know. I really don't know. So I'm just thinking, what is the reason why they're splitting? But then with all this thrown in there, it's like, okay, this is just so random to me. How did all of this conflict happen and nobody heard about it until now? I didn't think it was real, but I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Because of all the custody and the, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I I feel bad. You know, I mean, these are real people. These are the real lives. These are real, a real family. I mean, didn't Croy adopt both of her uh, older daughters? Yeah, I yeah. think he did. So, I mean, you know, he they have six kids together. That's... I think this is what happens when you try to put on an image. Like, it, the shit's probably never been picture perfect. They've probably always had those issues. I think Kim is probably manipulative in her nature. And Croy is... I don't think he's... I don't know that much about Croy, let me say. But... I think he is probably, he strikes me as the type of guy that just wants to make his wife happy. But at the same time, I don't think he's blind to like, hey, like I got to live too. And there were probably things that he just kind of dealt with to avoid conflict, to avoid press and, you know, all this stuff going on. And I think he probably just got tired of it one day. Yeah, Damn. or he like was forced <laughs> to get tired of it because he had no money left. I mean, yeah. yeah, if someone's just spending your money and you're just sitting there, I mean, that's not for me. No thanks. Right. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, no, I'm taking all this money out of this account over over overnight, and there's none left. I mean, I would just mm-hmm. be like, what's going on here? I mean, how fun is that? And she wasn't even person... like investing the money. Like, even if you were buying like Birkins, right? That's an investment. It's an investment. She was gambling on Coinbase and buying wine. <laughs> like, right. Like... I didn't know that. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> she was yeah. investing wow. in crypto. Oh, I thought Coinbase was like a little like online gambling app or something. I don't even, I mean, there's so many things I could say, which are so insulting and just, it's just so, look, this is how we met Kim, right? We met her, Right. and I'm not being a snob, but we met her with red solo cups and Shane yeah. smoking and cursing, and that is all fine, but it's like, uh, I don't know, Kim, figure it out, girl, figure it yeah. out. Yeah, wishing them the best. I hope it gets sorted out and nobody gets hurt. I mean, the fact that he's asking for support, doesn't that mean that she makes more money then? Where are they getting their money? What job do they have? I don't think there's much money there. Slim tummy tea? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, the age, like a a million dollar tax bill, I don't think there's money here to be had. No. Yeah, I don't either. And I don't think everyone's like, but I'm no, our, our Atlanta housewives is not rolling out the red carpet next season for Kim to come back. Like I, I hate to break it to everyone. No, I don't know. No. Well, Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on Atlanta? Because we are three episodes in, right? We had Sonya on our show. What was that mm-hmm. last year? That was a whole year ago. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I have a soft spot for her. I think you do too, right, Deb? I do. I do. Love Sonia. I just had um, her on my show like two know, weeks ago. She was great. She's great. She's great. She? Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yep. We love her. Yes. I listened to the episode. Loved it. She's 
very warm. She's so ready to speak to you and to, I mean, she's just so kind, right? And it comes through and even just listening to the audio alone. Um, so I feel bad saying that I'm a little bored of, I was a little bored in the first two episodes. It felt too comfortable. Like it almost felt like those two episodes could have been attached to a previous season or something. It didn't feel like a premiere. It didn't feel like there was anything fresh or new coming out of the first two episodes. But then this third episode felt like, okay, this is cool. Like everyone was in it. Maybe that's why, because everybody was in the episode. Whereas Mm -hmm. the first two, like Drew wasn't in the first episode. Marlo wasn't in the second episode. I know Sheree wasn't really in a lot of this uh, recent episode, but um, I don't know. I, I wasn't super impressed. And I think the ratings are kind of reflecting that as well. I saw that they had like 700,000 for the last episode when usually don't they get like 1.2 million or something? Oh, wow. I haven't seen the ratings yet. I think the ratings were less recently, like last year. I don't know. Like I don't, I can't get back in love with Atlanta where I was, but I think this season is better than the past two. Like Atlanta's been really off for me the past two years. Like really, maybe even three years, but two. So I think it's better than it's been. That's where I'm at with Atlanta. Okay. For now, for now. I mean, I somewhat agree. I think last season was decent. I think we have a lot of good things coming our way with Mm -hmm. Atlanta. We have... You know, the situation between Marlo and Drew, Marlo and Kenya, and then Drew and her husband. Like, we have all of that stuff coming. So, like, I I can feel that it's going to be a good season. Definitely probably, like, the best in the last few years if they can do better than last. I thought last season was pretty good, though. You did? Yeah. Same I, here. It was off yeah. for me for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Maybe this season seems better so far. I don't know why. Okay. Is it Cousin Courtney? <laughs> uh, I think it's just Courtney. We we like know Sanya better. Yeah. Know right. Better. Martell is popping in. Although I just had Carlos King on my podcast. Oh my and Martell is not going to be around a lot because he's so busy filming Love and Marriage Huntsville, or he was. Oh. But I think that's just an added bonus. We're going to meet Marlo's man. I Marlo know. I'm excited meet. about yeah. that. So it's That's like, I, I think there's a lot to come. There's a lot here this season, you know? Okay. Yeah. I like it. For sure. I think it'll be good. What is Sheree's story? Like, what do we think Sheree's storyline is going to be? Because I'm trying to pinpoint where the boring scenes are happening, and it might actually be with Sheree. No offense. <laughs> I don't dislike her at all. Like, I, I root for her. But I feel yeah. like I'm maybe bored with Sheree. Maybe that's where the boringness happens. Um, do we know what's ahead for her aside from her having a man on the show now? Her grandbaby. She's a glam mom. That would be a bomb. Okay. Yeah, she's a glam mom. I mean, um, that is the thing. Like, if we're truly not going to see Martell, because Carlos says, you know, I can tell you I'm the executive producer of Love and Marriage. He was not on a lot of Atlanta. Right. It begs the question of, like, what is there anything else there, Sheree? I, I, yeah. I, I like her a lot. But what is your story? What is your story? I kind of just want to see a season, though, where Sheree doesn't have much that people can come for. Like, she's an elder on the show. Even (laughs) even if she left for a while, she's an elder. She's an OG. And, like, I kind of just want a calm season for Sheree. Because that girl has been through the ringer, not just on the show, but in life. 
Mm-hmm. And like, do I think that her and Martell is a good thing? No, because I watch Love and Marriage Huntsville, and I think Martell is not to be trusted. And like, he's so if... good looking though. You think so? Uh, yes. I think he's way better looking than Croy. Yes. <laughs> I, I, this I can get. This I can I mean, get on board true. with. <laughs> do you have any questions for him? Like, say someone was about to be interviewing him since you watch oh. Love and Marriage. Huntsville, do you have anything you would like to ask Martel in particular? Yes. Let, um, let's hear I it. Know, I mean, I'm behind on the new season. I have like said I was well, going to set aside a day to catch you're up. You're ahead of me. Sorry, Carlos. I haven't watched a okay. single episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm behind, but I really want to know how he's going to integrate like his new baby with his other kids. Like, it, is he going to keep that whole part of his life separate? Or is it going to be like you know, has he explained to the kids that he has with Melody that he has this new baby and where that baby came from? I'm really interested to see that part of his like single fatherhood. And apparently, I mean, because I, I Googled this, that he, Melody has now come out and said that he was threatening to like revenge porn, like put out a sexually explicit, I don't know what, like video of her that is what she is claiming that's just if you google it that's because i was like let let me google this yeah so there's that is that i mean i'm yeah it is it is i mean listen i'm gonna try say i was gonna be interviewing this lovely gentleman (laughs) i'm gonna try to not spend the whole time talking about sheree but i just got a lot of questions about sheree like you got to do right by our girl like you know like exactly what are your intentions why sheree because you know people call him a fame whore that's what the people say you know rhoa it's the big time you want more screen time Mind you, I don't think it hurts Sheree either to say that part of my storyline is a new man and it happens to be Martell. I don't think that's so bad for her either. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's probably arm candy for her, but I don't want Sheree to get emotionally invested into him because look at her track record of men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think she's the best judge of character. No. And I think she deserves better. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yes, yes, and yes. Agreed. Well, excited for the rest of Atlanta, and I'll give hope that it's going to continue getting better. Love seeing our girl Candace on there last episode. She looked amazing. She uh, sounded great, and I love the new song with her and Drew. It's really good. Um, okay, well, before we close up, I have a little game for you that I want to play. Devin, do you wanna do you wanna join in on this or? Sure, I love a game. Okay, so you guys are now competing against each other. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Okay, so what I have for you are five quotes, okay? And your job is to tell me if you think this is a real housewife tagline or if this is a knockoff. So the name of the game is I Said What I Said. Starting with number one. Life is full of beautiful curves, and so am I. Is this real or is this a knockoff? I say knockoff. I say knockoff too. This is real from Emily Simpson on Real Housewives of Orange County, season 15. Oh. I know. Isn't that funny? That's like probably it. why I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. You don't like Orange County. I like Orange County. Do you I watch like Orange, Orange County, County, but. 
I do watch it. Um, do you tolerate it? <laughs> I, I, I tolerate it and I feel this is the end. We have one season and if Aww. this doesn't work, please just call it time of death and let's move on. Not time of death. <laughs> I mean, this is I like, agree. you know, they, they, Send blew, it to Peacock. they blow up the fact that Tamrat is coming back and she's coming back with a vengeance. Well, if this doesn't work and I'm not so sure it's going to work from that trailer. I, yeah. Stop already. Stop and just move on. Just move on because there's nothing left in. There's no gas left in the tank. If Tamra, this doesn't solve anything. You, there's no more tricks here, guys. You just gotta move on in life. It's my advice. I agree. Yeah. Well, shit. Okay. <laughs> Number two. There you go. <laughs> I might have fake boobs, but I'm a real bitch. Is this real or is this a knockoff? I say knockoff. I say knockoff too. Are they allowed to say that on an intro? On the show? <laughs> These days, they talk about. Second book, they talk about. <laughs> I mean, but on the openings know, like, to the show, I don't know. I say, I say, knock off. You guys are correct. This was Jenny McCarthy's dream tagline, if she were mm. to ever be a housewife. Okay. And she actually said the T version of the word boobs, which I don't, I don't, I don't. That's just not in my <laughs> vernacular, so I don't feel comfortable saying the T version of boobs. Um, but yeah. Okay, number three. What doesn't kill me? Better run. Is this real or is this a knockoff? That is, I'm trying, I'm trying to think well, 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 well. Somebody, I believe this is the tagline of Miss Maddox, should she ever be given a diamond. I believe Ariana said it, so this is fake. Okay, he clocked oh. it precisely. Yes, wow. this was. Yeah, the end of her like long caption from finally responding to all of the news that broke about Tom Cheating. So you're right. Good job. I needed a minute there to, to pull this together, and there you go. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys are on the same team. Let's say you guys are working together. So you guys both okay. got the point. There you okay. go. <laughs> I'll change the rules halfway through. Let's change the rules. <laughs> okay, number four. I like to have fun, but I don't play games. Is this real? Or that is this sounds real. Yeah, I think so too. I can't think of who said it. I think this sounds real. Okay, you guys are right. Nobody knows who it is? Adrian Maloof? No, but you're close. I just make the vaguest connection. I'm close. Taylor Armstrong? It's the right franchise, and it's the era of like Adrian. Maybe, maybe not Taylor. I don't play games. Is it, um... Brandy Glanville? No, this name? is Miss... What are the hands? Oh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't I can know what I was doing. I thought I was that. playing tennis. Who else is from um, that era? I mean, is tennis Yolanda? Yolanda is that? I guess tennis. This is Yolanda. Be. Yolanda oh. Hadid. This was her I tagline was in season it was, uh, three. Camille. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, playing games like tennis. I see. Okay. Yeah. I figured. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. Well, you guys got it right. And the last one, I go big or go home. And I am not going home. Is this real, real or is this a knockoff? I feel like that's real also. That's real, right? You Who guys are that? right. This is real. Potomac? This is 
Vicki Gumbelson from season 12 of Orange County. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. You guys did good. Yeah. You we got, got one points. wrong, right? I think you got two wrong. Well, I got two. You no, know, you got the first one wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Here, got right. one wrong. You got one wrong. But we're okay. a team, so. But we don't we count win. the wrong ones. We count the right ones. You guys got four. <laughs> and on bonus the board. points for knowing it was Ariana, so that has to add. Okay, bonus mm -hmm. you got five out of five then. Right. There we go. If you can guess exactly who says it, you get a bonus point. So really, five out of five, right? Okay. There we go. All right. I, I like that. that. We just change too. the rules. Yeah. Whatever. We're, <laughs> we're going to make the rules up as we go along, right? Exactly. That's how we do it here. So Sounds awesome job. Great sport. We finished off with Vicki Gumbelson. Orange County comes out in two weeks. Is Tamara returning as the hero mm -hmm. or is she returning as the villain? Oh, I think she's coming on as a villain. Okay. Will Probably we care? So. Will that be enough? I don't know. But I mean, I don't think Tamara's... I, I mean, I've heard from many sources that Tamara comes in like just... They told her and they told her, I think you better go in there and be a villain and just... Fuck like, it up. You were yeah. fired. You lost the salary. You want back. Here you go. You need to go in there and just not care and just tear this thing down. And I think Tamara's like... I think she's one of those who doesn't care. She's that's why she's good at it. I still don't know. I mean, I'm trying to be excited about the Roni reboot and I am trying to be excited about the new season of Orange County. I am willing to be proven wrong. I hope they are both great. I'm willing to keep an open mind. I respect your optimism. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> That's, I'm over here like the freaking like naive one. Like I'm so excited for Orange County. Can't wait for it to be on another 18 years. Maybe um, I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be great. I, I, we'll I'm just excited to see Tamara. I'm excited to see her throw a napkin, even though that's definitely assault. And I don't know how she's going to get away with that, but um, <laughs> it looks exciting. Can't wait to see Tamara. I listen to her podcast all the time and she sounds like she's a little bit embarrassed or not embarrassed, but like she knows that she kind of messed up a few times in this season. So my mm. prediction is that she's going to be very villainous. She'll be in her villain era this season. I think so. And I'm excited well, to see it. Let's see. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, David. Thank you for lending your voice to our show, yes, for giving us all of you. your insight and knowledge on all things Housewives. I'll come back anytime. And oh, please do. Yes. yes. People can follow shit. Behind the Velvet Rope wherever you get your podcast. You can follow at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. Check us out. It's a lot of interviews. I always tell people, if you don't want to listen to me, it's okay. Because when I do an interview, it's not about me. It's all about <laughs> me. But check us nice. out. And if you tag me in this, I will share it everywhere. We will absolutely yes, tag you. Your show is easy to find because you are on the charts every single damn week. Yeah, so we got a you don't have to look on. too hard, guys. Even if you forget the name, it's on the charts. Just look. Just, <laughs> lock. Right. just lock. Just open your, like, literally. Pops just up as soon as you look. open the app. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm not going to argue with that, you guys. So I'm gonna amazing, just, yeah. I'm going to go with that. I yes. love it. Congratulations on all the success of your podcast, your Instagram. I mean, you're out here attending freaking Homeless Not Toothless. Like, you are doing it. So. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very cool. It was such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for being here. And we will absolutely have you back whenever you want to. So. 
You guys Thank are you. great. Yes. Thank you. Good seeing you again. Nice meeting you too. Good seeing yes. you, boo. Nice to meet you. Everybody listening, we will see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and rate. And uh, follow us on Instagram at DoYouLoveItPod. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Do you love it?